Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash Media. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. I'm getting awesome! You're getting awesome! We're getting awesome! Yeah, that's what I said now! Hey guys, it's the awesome cast. Hey, I'm in the chair. There's a reason I'm in the chair. Yeah. I, there, <laughs> there's a reason I'm in the chair. We'll get around to that. Uh, but of course, uh, uh, back with us, you can see him behind us, behind me there. Rob De La Creta has returned from his travels. How you doing? Hi, Rob. I'm, I'm good. Hi, Chachi. <laughs> I, uh, I'm good. I'm back. I am, uh, my cohorts. I would be in Chicago, but my cohorts, uh, went to Chicago instead. And then, the uh, next few days after Chicago, I was going to go to Denver, but we decided that it made more sense for me not to go to Denver. So I'm actually staying home for like at least a month. Wow. Nice. Not, wait, wait, so this is a reward or? Wait, are this you? This is uh, kind of. I, I think this is uh, this is like my boss trusting me to like get, get things done while he's out of town. Well, that's good. Yeah, which is good. So, so I'm kind of like doing the thing, and I'm doing the cotton factory needs a lot of work on the technical side. So mm-hmm. I'm working with uh, some local companies that I will not name publicly, but I hate them a lot <laughs> um, to uh, to get that all straightened out. And uh, and I've got the whole bike thing going on. So it's nice to be home. I get to ride my bike. Awesome, awesome. And on the couch, as we mentioned, uh, Chachi, laid up. The first against team victim of the year. Yes. Three pitches. That's three, all it took. Three pitches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cliff's notes, if you, could, if you could, Chachi, of course, you're going to have an explanation up on Chachi Says this week. Um, softball was Saturday. Mm-hmm. I pitched. I took three pitches. My knee blew. Yeah. The good knee. <laughs> yeah, the good the, knee. The not, good the one, knee. <laughs> not the one that you've previously had surgery right, on. Right. The good the knee good went. Knee. Yeah. So I spent instead of spending a couple of hours hanging out with my friends playing softball, I spent a couple of hours hanging out with Mike at the Passivant Hospital, um, checking out their pneumatic tube system, <laughs> and don't put specimens in. Yeah. There. No. And that's a no-no. riding around in a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And using cell phones where we weren't supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And on the line with us, bear with his fuzziness. He is on a, a MiFi right now. Um, Mikey of the Mikey and Big Bob Morning Show on Kiss ninety six one. How you doing? Hi, good. Good. I just ate some chicken nuggets. My daughter just spilled chocolate milk all over my house, and I'm ready to rock. I, I like this. <laughs> Excellent. Of course, uh, uh, Mikey's another Yin's team. Uh, 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 well, teammate for Chashi, you're actually my my sworn enemy. Yeah, it's good to uh, it's good to hear Chashi's alive and everything. Because when he went down on that on that pitch, it was weird too. Because I was out in the outfield and you didn't really see an injury. You just saw Chashi go down and then just like oh. oh. And I, I knew he wasn't like faking and he was really injured when he was on the sidelines in the complete Jesus crucifix pose. Just, <laughs> he looked just all laid out, just like, ah. So it's, it, I, it's good to see you're getting a little bit better, Chachi. I, I did not want to move at that point. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to lay <laughs> yeah. here as much as possible. 
So it looked it looked like it's hurt. So it's good to see that you. Uh, it's good to see you got to use a wheelchair at the hospital too. Oh yeah, nice. We, we had fun with now that. Now when you go to when you go to Giant Eagle, you can request the little Zoom cards now and every. That's what I so you can be like a granny going through Giant Eagle. Oh, I I will. <laughs> They, they won't even get mad at you for stealing that now, so no, you're good to know. go, man. I know. That immobilizer will buy you a lot. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but thanks for having me, guys. This is uh, fun times. I like doing stuff like this. Uh, as always. And, of course, now it's over on Chachi now. Uh, you guys out there can contact us. We're at awesomecast.com. Contact at awesomecast.com. You looking at that right there? I am. Yeah, that's 72425ACAST. Yes. 724252278. Has anybody left us any voicemail besides me? No. Just you so just far. <laughs> we need to get the iPhone app. That's what that's so, what we need to do. Wait, so. wait, wait, wait let, let me just emphasize this. We we were just commenting on how it's been a year. <laughs> a whole freaking year. Well, I'm the only one who's ever left voicemails. Okay, yes. Show. You're the only one that's left voicemails. We only get two people emailing us. That's that's fine. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the but, number of people we've had on the Mayhem show, we have like, what, five regular emailers? Yeah. And that's over five years of doing the show. Right. I so, mean, and, and, and not to mention the ones that started emailing us, we became part of the show. And Right. I, but, I think our biggest problem is that we're not upsetting enough people. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, so I'm going to throw down right now. Uh, if you have a Windows computer, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. We're we're done. Um, well, that, that's how it was because when AJ yeah. wrote that email, it was all to correct us. Yeah, across yeah. the entire episode. <laughs> so we we really just have to throw down. So we need to go back to that idea. Hey, where you know what? Where, if you have a Mac, you can kiss my yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. We can't. We can't. Like we. It can't be you and me, Chachi. It has to be us versus them. Yeah, because you level us out. You know, yeah. if we just become like a Mac-loving show or a Windows-loving show, I mean, it's, it, we got to be... My, my drink, if you drink Miller Lite, you know, you're a terrible I person. Know. I like that I one. really nothing against PCs now because my Mac just completely died made itself on Friday. So I have a whole, whole new hard drive and everything. I guess, I don't know, donkey porn, I guess. No. I filled it up too much. Or something <laughs> like that. Well, that's, that's interesting because I thought, we, we, well, we I talked about this. Both. What was that? I just said I got to watch my donkey download that porn uh, <laughs> at work, you know. It just it ate my Mac, so I have a new hard drive right now that I'm going on, so I can't really rip on PCs because I'm always just like, oh, yeah, everybody get Mac. Macs are awesome and everything. Oh, Mac, no viruses, and then... Yeah, mine ate itself on Friday. So. But then, then like both of yours, you've had for what do we say three or four years, and um, yeah. and you're doing heavy Pro Tool stuff on there. I mean, you know, watch a PC laptop last that long from like Gateway or something. You know, yeah. So I think my, you... my my wife got one of the, the little, little like mini whatever laptops from like Best Buy for a couple hundred dollars, and I just kept telling her, I'm just like, just if you're just doing simple stuff, just get like an iPad, just because she <laughs> does, you know, nothing complicated. Really, yeah. just wants to. Browse the internet through email. I'm just like, I got her an iPad. She's like, no, nah, I can't use that. She wanted to take it back. So we took it back and she got like a regular little PC, whatever. And within the first two months, we were already taking it back to Best Buy because it already had like, you know, a virus and everything like that. So yeah, the fact that it took mine, I guess, three to four years to crap out, mm-hmm. that's not too bad, you know? Yeah. 
Exactly. Um, so, anyways, well, Mikey, we have you on here. You kind of complete our trific- trifecta of old media <laughs> on this show. Uh, the trifecta of old media. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've had Uncle Crap, you're representing the newspapers. We've had Jim Loke on representing uh, television. You're you're representing the old radio. But you've been to, of course, PodCamp Pittsburgh. You've been uh, uh, featured on Evening with uh, PodCamp with Norm. Um, you know, tell us, you guys really get into the social media and have for several years now. And it's really kind of like that, you know, helped you, helped you get out there, help more people get involved with it. Can you tell us a little bit about how that came about? Yeah. I mean, me and Bob have always kind of like been like ahead of the game, I guess, on stuff like that, just because I think we have an advantage as compared to other like radio people and morning shows and stuff like that, just because we're younger, you know, I mean, the average morning show and radio, especially like on a top 40 station, you know, they're like 40 and 50 years old. So luckily me and Bob got started when we were young. I mean, we got our show, just me and Bob when Bob was 22 and I was 21. So I think the fact that being that young and then just kind of growing with things like social media, like Twitter and you know, Facebook and YouTube and everything. Like we were already, we were already going to be doing that stuff no matter if we were on the radio or not. But the fact that we had our own radio show, it's just like, it it made it so much better. So it's definitely a lot easier for, easier for us to get into that stuff just because we're younger as compared to maybe like an older person who, you know, they almost have to wait for their boss or their company to be like, Hey, why don't you make a Twitter account? You know, like when our bosses come to us like that and just be like, yeah, we made one in 2007. So <laughs> cool. Yeah. You get on this YouTube, you can upload videos and just like, yeah, we've done 200 videos. Cool. You know, so I think we have that advantage just that we're young and everything and we kind of understand it. So, you know, before our company and our bosses were telling us, oh, integrate social media into your radio shows. It's like, yeah, we, we've been on that, you know? So it's almost like in a way we've been able to teach, you know, people at our station and our company, like they, they had us do, me and Bob do a freaking instructional video on how to use Twitter the other day for our entire company, oh, like geez. Clear Channel, which owns like over a thousand radio stations. And it's like me and Bob and, yeah, Bob ended up shirtless and <laughs> Please. <laughs> I I I we we have it set like we have it set uh, our company set it to like a private YouTube account so like not everybody can see it unless you're like in our company and everything but man I'm going to eventually steal that video cuz it's like they're like all right explain how you use Twitter in 4 minutes and it's like oh okay last week we had like at 961 Kiss, trending number one in Dublin, Ireland. I don't know if I can explain Twitter in four minutes, you know, <laughs> to the average person. So, uh, but yeah, instructional video on Twitter, it, it needs to hit the internet at some point, not just so it can be seen by everybody. Cause like I said, it's supposed to be just like this corporate instructional video, like something you see on the office. And yeah, Bob's just shirtless. And we, we actually showed the video of us sumo wrestling in slow motion with with Jim Loke in the hallway and everything and I can only imagine what like corporate suit people were thinking at that point just like what the hell are these guys on in Pittsburgh you know so yeah it's fun though we uh we we do our best to include social media kind of in everything we do mm-hmm. are you guys still doing the stream on the stream because wasn't there a problem with that for a while yeah 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 it's um we do we do it every morning yeah it's 10 a.m. we um we I mean, we've 
gone, it's so weird because we've gone through different like social media changes. Like it's crazy to think that like five years ago, Bob was doing like a 24 hour live stream cam, you know, with Zangar. And it's just like, that would even be crazy to do now. Like a 24 hour live streaming cam, like he was wearing a, a huge backpack with like a hat with a camera on it. And it's like, you know, even then that seems crazy, but we were doing it like, you know, five years ago. And yeah, but we used to stream every morning, six to 10 a.m. And, you know, we don't really make a, a, a huge deal about it on the show or like really on the website or anything. It's, you know, it's more so like you get in that built in crowd who just comes back every morning. And then every now and then, like maybe like once or twice a week, we'll tweet a link out just like, hey, we're on Ustream. Come watch us if you want to. But, you know, most people, they hear us swear a couple times and they love it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Now, I, I, this, I've always been curious of this. Uh, how, mu- how many hoops do you guys have to go through to do half the stuff that you guys do f- to promote the show or to give away tickets in the manners that you do? Um, like, like uh, as far as, like, using it, like, with social media and stuff like that? Yeah. It's, it's funny because kind of like in the same aspect as me and Bob have al- always been almost, like, ahead of the game as far as radio and social media. It goes the same way with, like, like contests and stuff like that. I'll give you one example. We, um... Um, right when Twitter was really kind of starting to hit like the mainstream and stuff, you know, when maybe your mom was deciding to get a Twitter, not your mom specifically, <laughs> Chachi, but like, you know, mom's <laughs> general, like it, it, when Twitter really started getting mainstream, you know, and, um, we got together with the penguins and we did a tweet hunt where we like would give clues to different places in the city where one of us would be standing with penguins playoff tickets. It was I think the Penguins had like 9,000 Twitter followers at the time, but it was just crazy because we had people like running all over the city and just going nuts. There were almost car accidents. People almost getting hit by cars all over the place. And that was honestly, I think three or four years ago. And I mean, we were just doing, we were almost doing things like that before there was really rules on what to do and stuff like that. And like our company now has like a whole set of rules to do Twitter contests and Facebook contests. But I mean, we were doing them long before that, but I think, you know, once it became so mainstream, they're like, all right, we need to like a, you know, a certain set of rules. Cause there's always like rules with the radio contests and stuff, you know, that we do online or anything like that. But the more we started using Twitter and Facebook and the more other radio stations started using it in the company, I think then they set like, you know, a set rules or something like that. Like, you know, you can't just put a contest on Facebook. Like a lot of our Facebook content, we used to do a lot of Facebook contests, but our company has so many different rules with Facebook contests now. Like, uh, you know, I, I didn't even read them all, but <laughs> we do most of our contests. Like, yeah, I just kind of gave up because our boss was like, most of our Facebook contests now have to be approved by the company and Facebook in advance now. So oh, wow. most of the time we don't even bother it because hell, I don't know what I'm going to be doing two weeks from now. So a lot of our contests we just do on, on Twitter now and everything. Especially so. on Facebook. I was just hearing on another show, they were talking about contests on Facebook just change every week. You know, and I, yeah. I see the same thing with fan pages. It's just like they moved something, a feature that I thought was great and how you do things. And it's, it's really hard to keep up to begin with, let alone a company trying to keep the rules straight for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, we're owned by Clear Channel, owns like over a thousand stations. So for them to kind of, you know, at at some point they couldn't keep an eye on every station and legally what they were doing with contests. So I think they kind of just made one, they got together with Facebook and just made kind of like one big, all right, here's the rules going forward. And, you know, but I mean, by that time we would, we'd already been doing, you know, different contests on Facebook for a few years now. So we just said like, all right, well, whatever, we'll do with their rules when we can. And, you know, that's why we do more of our stuff on, uh, there's less rules to stuff on Twitter, I guess, than there is on Facebook. That's what I'm trying to say. But yeah, it's always nice to do that because honestly, people think radio contests are pretty much impossible when it's like, you know, caller number nine or something like that, which we only have six phone lines in the studio. So odds are you're probably not going to get through. So I think it's a lot cooler and, you know, actually reaches more people, you know, when you see everybody's timeline kind of talking mm-hmm. about a contest and everything like that, rather than just, you know, in one ear and out the other one, you're just like, all right, caller number nine, whatever. So, yeah, yeah especially it, since that's so. something that people have heard for so many years. And uh, I remember when you used to do stuff on, on, uh, on, on Facebook, like actually seeing like, like, I think I participated in one. It was like third one. You, know, you hit enter, you see you're the third one and, and it's obvious right off the bat, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People are just like, you know, so beaten down by like radio contests like that because every station does the typical you know like caller number nine but it it's so weird though because like a lot of a lot of like companies and stuff like that and a lot of like different ways we get like concert tickets and stuff like that you know a lot of them are just starting to get in to like twitter and facebook and doing contests and stuff but a lot of them are still almost like scared by it and they're just like just tell us say when the tickets go on sale and do caller number nine you know so sometimes we have to do that stuff even if we don't want to just you know because that's what we're supposed to do i guess awesome awesome well uh, uh thanks for coming on and uh, we, we're going to be getting into some news if uh Wait, hold on yeah, oh you yeah, got one more yeah i i, I specifically specifically remember the first time you guys did the uh the pens uh twit tweet uh scavenger hunt Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i called off for that (laughs) and i ran around the city around the city huh yeah um and honestly it was a lot of fun was that one when i was helping you yeah like like he was he was tweeting like we were we were uh uh, coordinating our efforts on what we thought the places were yeah and we were texting each other as the the tweets came out yeah Yeah. people would have like a runner and a driver and then almost like (laughs) a uh, like an information person like that was the way to go what's funny though is because like the penguins came to us with a bunch of like playoff tickets and they're like you know we'll let's do something to give these away and bob actually came up with the idea and he's just like let's let's do this he's like this is kind of out there but you know i mean people always come to us and just like hey let's you know, people always think we'll come up with some sort of wacky idea or something like that. You know, like, let's uh, burn somebody alive for tickets or something <laughs> like that, you know? And it's just like, I, I guess radio back in the day used to do a lot of, like, wacky contests and stuff like that. Like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, get a tattoo on your butt that says, I love Justin Bieber for Justin Bieber tickets. But it's just like, honestly, other than the person getting tattooed on their butt, who really cares? You know, that's why we try to, you know, do more things on like Twitter and stuff where it's just like, it, it, it really gives people like an opportunity to see a, a different way of doing things. But when we did the penguins thing, we just went to them with the idea and it was just so different. Cool. They were just like down with it. But it's funny though, because they did one after that, that I think was through, I want to say through the trip. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And, and they just like came to us and were like, 
guys were sorry, but we're partners with the trip and they really liked the first one. So they want to be a part of the second one. <laughs> we were just like, all right, whatever. Just, you know, it was cool that we got to do the first one, but then they did the second one with the trip and it was just kind of like, sorry guys, we're going to have to take your idea because the trip really liked it. So <laughs> we were like, ah, whatever. Well, you know. at least you know that it was your idea. Yeah. It was Bob's idea. He's, uh, he came up with it. So, but it's a cool idea. I mean, we've, we've, uh, we had uh, we had a pair of opening day tickets from the Pirates like uh, a couple years ago that nobody picked up, and it was just like they were going to go to waste. So we just went and duct taped them under a payphone in the south side and tweeted a picture of the payphone and just sent it out and just like if you I find this payphone, uh, there's tickets under there for opening day. <laughs> it's like <laughs> we just left them there and that's it. So yeah, it's, I- it's cool to use just social media and. You know, there's so many different things you can do with it. I mean, the possibilities are really endless, you know. Well, you guys have me conditioned to the point where if I wake up in the morning and I notice that my first 10 tweets are numbers, <laughs> I know yeah. I know that you guys are doing some kind of lottery contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes whenever we get, you know, sometimes we like to make things easy, but whatever, sometimes we'll get like... You know, something like a pair of Penguins playoff tickets or, you know, a pair of tickets somebody really wants. We'll do something just like, you know, every now and then it's it's just fun to destroy people's feelings. <laughs> it's just, it's I'm not even going to lie and try to be like, no, we're just trying to make it fair. Sometimes me and Bob are just like, let's destroy everybody's Twitter feed in Pittsburgh for the day. Just, yeah. just because, yeah. I don't know, it's kind of fun. So it, we'll they, like pick a number between 1 and 1,500 and be like, all right, first person to tweet us the random number with a certain <laughs> hashtag, you know. And, I mean, it's sometimes it's just fun to see the different hashtags we can get. The, the good thing about Pittsburgh is that Pittsburgh, like, understand social media in a way that I don't think a lot of other cities do. And I think, I think me and Bob understand that too. So, you know, if we just have a random pair of tickets sitting around that maybe we didn't have time to give away on the show, we'll just be like, all right, tweet us with the hashtag, um, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, tiny blue gorilla. Oh yeah. I remember that one. We saw some Mexican wrestling video where this guy in a little blue gorilla suit got booted so far, and we were laughing about it for like three days straight, so we're just like, all right, let's just get tiny blue gorilla trending in Pittsburgh, and (laughs) it's just, it's a way for us to give away tickets that we may have not given away on the air, you know, if it's like some tickets that we just didn't have time to give away, but then it's just like, all right, how can we make it worth it? You know, and even if you don't listen to our show or follow us, all of a sudden you see somebody on your Twitter feed with the hashtag Tiny Blue Gorilla, and you're just like, what is happening? And some, you know, if you dig deep enough, it'll come back to us, and you'll just be like, what's wrong with those guys? So, little fun games like that to the player are always nice, too. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I don't think there's been a time where the contest you guys have been doing, uh, like, irritated me. Like, I, I think it's to the point where, like I said, I wake up, I see a bunch of numbers, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's going on. And yeah. I, I'll, you're, I'll toss you're, out a you're number. You're somebody that's always prone to really interesting games on Twitter yourself. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll so. toss out a number, and I'll go about my day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where I, I, I kind of look forward to see what hashtag you guys are going to use next, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's just fun to see, you know you know, what we can do and everything. And like I said, you know, most people, especially in radio, haven't quite understood that whole concept yet and everything. And, you know, like I said, our company came to us to try to explain 
how to do all that stuff. So it's fun. Awesome. All right. Um, well, let's get into the news here. Um, <laughs> Wait, we have <laughs> there's news? some news. I think there's some news. There's some news. Wait, hold on. Let's go through. Um, do you guys like a news intro or something like that, where you go, "It's time for the news," <laughs> no, or like some not, like professional not, music? Not we used to we used to sing going into the 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 fan mail on the other show. We we've not done that here. Let's see, Mac. What do you what do you got there, Josh? Netflix, yeah. Kickstarter, and Lodesis. It's, it's pretty much a, a smorgasbord. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> normally it's overrun by Mac, but not this week. Well, it's, it's, it's news today. Smorgasbord. <laughs> uh, Fox president, uh, when asked about Avatar appearing on Netflix. Oh wait, wait, wait! I've got, I've got news sound. Hold on. <laughs> wow! <laughs> on the on fly, the we're fly. making this happen. That's the wow. news. Sound. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Is that from the BBC? No, that's the wrong one. Yo, that's pro. That's pro right there. Is, what is this? There you go. There you go. <laughs> hot, hot off the press. Just typed. <laughs> <laughs> These are iPhone sound effects. <laughs> wow. All right, Josh. With the news. With the news. So apparently the fun One-legged Chachi. <laughs> I have two legs. Uh, <laughs> Only one of them works. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so apparently uh, the Fox president was interviewed mm-hmm. about Netflix. That would be Mike Dunn. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Eric Savitz from Forbes spoke to President Mike Dunn okay. and asked him about the future and what role Netflix plays in it as mm-hmm. far as Fox movies goes. Mm-hmm. And he said no. <laughs> no, that's not what Precisely, he said. Precisely, he, he said. He said to... not in my lifetime. Yes, according to hack, HackingNetflix.com, uh, they have this story quote from <laughs> all right um what he said uh they've made digital content acquisition ubiquitous by uh getting the service on so many different devices uh you can see content in so many ways and then on the other hand the value proposition is all you can eat it's a great place for tv content for writing a movie i would rather deliver it through comcast video on demand or through a dvd to a high def tv uh with a fat file uh there's like no Fox movies on Netflix. Well, there is, there is, but uh, as far he says, it's a great way to serve up library content. Like, hey, you can watch your uh, series of Bones. Oh but yeah, not like old Avatar. Yeah. Basically, yeah. they know that you're gonna buy Avatar on the DVD on the Comcast if that's the only place that's you're gonna get it. That's the big yeah. budget movie. I'm you not know. buying Avatar. His argument's kind of hollow, like saying, "Like, well, you know, I'd only, I'd rather have people have it on a Blu-ray." Death. He does realize we're not on like 44 baht anymore, right? Yes. Well, he, <laughs> he does should. know that like technology advances. I, you know, he he works for Fox, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that's a no. Hey, guy, remember oh, that, that right. is a Rupert Murdoch company. Did yeah. he like hang out with Ted Stevens? Is that what we have going on here? Yes. <laughs> are his are his tubes clogged? <laughs> yes, they are. There's, you, know there's... you know what's messed up about Netflix is like I have Netflix on my Xbox, but mm-hmm. my my four year old daughter Addison watches it constantly. And when you're on Xbox, it says what movie you're watching. So <laughs> it'll be like Friday night, 9 p.m. And it'll say like I'm watching Strawberry Shortcake in the Land of Magical Cookies or something. You like know, that. actually, I've been having a similar problem. Out. 
I've been having several problems because my uh, my father in law is living with us now, helping with the cafe. So now you're going to see this whole string if you log into me on 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 Xbox of just these like old movies. Like like there was <laughs> what was the one that I was surprised with? It was called The Tutor. It was one of those like classic '80s. There's a lot of tits everywhere movies. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, that's not okay. Um, yeah, there's some interesting selections been popping up. Not as, not, see, as not as awesome as when we had a girl li- li- as a roommate, because then it was just all like chick flicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then 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 I get the recommendations, and it's right. way off. Well, I've been yeah. watching a lot of uh, '90s Nickelodeon cartoons mm-hmm. lately. They had so, like all of them. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. I, well, they're missing Doug. Yes. Okay. Um, but, but you know what? Disney took that over. I know. And, and but, Disney's been sketchy about Netflix lately. But I've been watching uh, Angry Beavers. Yeah. Um, nice. Hey Arnold. Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, and Rocco. Rugrats is on there. Ren and Stimpy are on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Fox is just losing out, honestly. Well, it, it depends. Well, they think they're going to make more money by selling you the DVD, selling you a one time on demand, versus getting a piece of the pie from all the subscriptions. I, I have a feeling what this was is a bad kid case of like the, the head being disconnected from the body in a corporate sense. Like, there's a lot of companies that fall into this position mm-hmm. where the president will come out and say, like, not in my lifetime. And literally 5,000 people smacked their forehead at the same time and said, oh, <laughs> god damn it, who let him speak to the public again? <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean is, well, like, isn't Avatar, like, didn't HBO or Showtime, like, buy that up or something like that? Like, I mean, there are so many different ways to see a damn movie once it's, like, out of the theaters, even when it's in theaters at this point, you know? Like, I could probably watch Hangover 2 here in the next five minutes if I wanted to, you know? Yeah, yeah, I just, you could. I don't, yeah. I don't understand how big companies, like, you know, say, like, I don't know about Netflix. It's just, like, why not? You'll at least get some money out of it. And in this day and age, just spread your product all over as many different, you know, media aspects as you can. Let people get it on their phones. You know, if I want to watch Avatar on the toilet, give me three different ways I can do that. You know, I toilet holograms, you know, anything you can do at this day and age. If you're, you know, a company like Fox, just do it, you know? Right. But, well, I mean, this, this all goes back to like Edison inventing the record player. And musicians <laughs> resisting the idea of having their music recorded because, you know, it's yeah. something new. It's a way, different way to distribute it. Mm-hmm. Change is bad and all that kind of stuff. And kind of like, going... Uh, oh, sorry. What's go, that? go ahead. Like, understanding the idea of differentiating or, like, passing things out into as many sources as possible so as many people can get their hands on it as possible makes a lot of sense to everybody except for the people who, like mostly the old people who work at Fox, but yeah. Yeah. like the people who are like super, super worried and super, super conservative about what's going to happen. Just like, I mean, people are worried, like, I don't want to get a Facebook page. I don't want to share my stuff. Oh, we don't need to get on that internet thing. Oh, I don't want yeah. my music to be played on the radio. It's totally going to take money out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. And, and, and kind of to that, like uh, Mikey, like, you know, see, I want, I want the movie where I want it. I, I think the movie studios answer to that is uh, the digital, the digital uh, download disc you get now. With yeah. uh, with all of those, but have you ever tried using one of those? No, no. it's near impossible. Yeah, I no. Like, really? When I want a movie, mm-hmm. I want it through Netflix mm-hmm. or now through uh, Comcast on demand mm-hmm. because I can use that on a computer. Because you have it anyways. It's, yeah, you get it on the computer. That's nice. Me, it's is it on Netflix? No. Okay. Well, I, at least I can put it in my disc queue eventually, right? Uh, or or is it on Hulu for a show? You know, I mean, I have both options, and they're both on my Xbox now. 
Right. And that's it, what's, and, that's and what's that's, good about Netflix too is that they always have the like instant cues of movies that they know they won't get for another like four months, but they'll just have it like there, you know, and you just, you know, fill your queue and everything with movies that aren't even out yet. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it shows up to your house and you're just like, oh, crap, look at this. It's out. Nice. It's like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's like Christmas, Christmas in your mail with movies. Yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. I mean, the movie industry has already conditioned us to wait. So they we used to. You they remember when you to. were a kid and it took like a year for something to come out on VHS? Well, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, now what? What's a couple? I months? remember wrestling pay per views having to wait like I had to wait like six months to see WrestleMania. You know, yeah. but I waited. That's fine. I didn't have the internet to spoil everything for me. You know, Yo, when you were like a, when you were like a kid to go see like a Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, like I wonder what yes. the real time was before you saw it in theaters. Like you know, you're eight years old. You're going to see Turtles. At the movie theater, like you're so pumped, you're you're like freaking out. I wonder how long me. it is from that day it opens until you can actually watch it on VHS. I wonder mm. how long of a time period that was. It had to have been like a year. And I remember back in the day, and I, I was uh, for some reason I was looking back on this uh, uh, for for Disney movies and everything. Uh, remember when they used to re-release those to theaters? Like the, yeah. the Disney movies yeah. got re-released. I think yeah. Star Wars got re-released. Like even before like the the special effects. Like the original Star Wars got re-released like back in the eighties. Like that was. But not, but then again, the home video wasn't prevalent. It was just coming up. I remember seeing flyers and seeing RoboCop coming out. And it was like the the flyer that the video store gets, you know, to to buy to buy stock. And it's like ninety nine dollars to buy a copy of RoboCop. <laughs> It's insane. I remember yeah. specifically seeing that. That's that's what it, what the business was back then. But they they had a lot more control over it, um, you know, versus today. Where they, yeah, when my sister, who's not all that technically savvy, you know, tells me she saw Thor and not in the theater, uh, that that's pretty fantastic. That that, yeah. that 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 you definitely have a problem there, Hollywood. If 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 you don't really need to be that, you just need to Google. Be be persistent enough in Google to find anything. Well, I watched Thor yeah. and Fast Five in the same weekend from the comfort of my bed mm -hmm. on the internet mm -hmm. while they were in theaters. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what the movie industry hasn't really done is they haven't they haven't figured out like net Netflix is the movie industry and TV's iTunes. I think they just haven't really figured it out right because I mean, remember I used to. I mean, I think everybody used to download, a, like, I mean, when Napster was out and everything. Oh, yeah. Thing, when downloading illegal stuff first came out. I mean, it was like a joke. Like, it was crazy downloads and stuff like that. And I think just like Apple with iTunes and everything, they've made it so easily and so accessible to download a song. I mean, you can hear a song on the radio and, you know... uh get it right on your phone for 99 cents right there. And for a lot of people, that's so quick and so easy that it takes away the want to go, you know, illegally download it or find another way to do it. So once the, I think once the movie industry and TV figures out how to make it that easy as mm -hmm. iTunes has, because I mean, sure. Sue and a couple people here didn't, you know, that helped out too, just scaring the crap out of people too. But, I mean, as soon as they figure out how to make it that easy, I guess, you know, and, and like it goes back to the Avatar thing with, you know, Netflix. It's just like, yo, just get them, get everybody 50 different ways to get your product and people will buy your product more. Right. You know? 
Yeah, and it, one of the easiest ways to describe piracy, well, like rampant piracy, things like Napster, is piracy is essentially a part of your business model that should exist but doesn't. So yeah. when Napster came along and said it wasn't necessarily that it was free. I mean, free made it like absolutely accessible to everybody. But the point was you could have it when you wanted for a much more reasonable price than 16 bucks for a CD or like it's like $35 for a CD like way, way back in the day. And yeah. so then Napster comes along and says, hey, how about free and you can get whatever you want. And then Apple takes advantage of this and sees it as, you know, a hole in the market and says, how about we just make it a legitimate price of 99 cents? And they absolutely revolutionize the way you get media. So I, I don't think it's really ballsy to say that the way, like what we know as things that are stuck in film and idiots at Fox saying that, you know, <laughs> not in my lifetime, that's going to change easily in the next five years. And a lot of like things that are absolutely glued to cable TV and cable television as we're seeing right now with things like what the MLB is doing and NHL and all the sports networks, which are like the last thing keeping people from going exclusively mm -hmm. to Netflix. Mm -hmm. I mean, the next few years, cable TV is going to disappear compared to what we know it to be today. We've had a very similar conversation on uh, on the wrestling show about, uh, you know, again, we're dealing with uh, starting at $45 pay-per-views for three hours of wrestling. You know, we, as wrestle fans, we let wrestling fans, um, you know, love to watch this stuff, but we're, we, you know, no, nobody can shell out 40, you know, 50 bucks a month just to watch their wrestling. You know, even, you know, worse that they see a couple. And, and piracy has been a big thing. It's really easy to find a streaming site out there, you know. And, and, it, and it's again, like you go on their website and it's $45 for a Windows media stream. Come on, guys. Who's going to pay for that? Right. Um, and, and their numbers keep dipping. They're, they, they've been having trouble for a while. And, and it's kind of time for companies like that to do a wake up call. You're kind of seeing it with like how they're already delivering some shows that got canceled off TV directly on their site. Uh, uh, Smackdowns on, on, on Hulu and YouTube. Um, and it seems like more and more of it is. They're the last holdout is their Monday night show. You know, I, so it, it's, it's slow, but it, it's coming for a lot of these guys, I think. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I like, I get into wrestling, but I'm more of like just a casual fan. But mm -hmm. if I could get a pay per view somewhere for like on my computer, on my TV for like five, you know, five, ten dollars. You're right, though. It's just like that old thinking of we're still in the, you know, 80s, 90s. People are going to shell out 50 bucks a month just to watch matches, which, you know, it won't always live up to, you know, the hype and everything like that. It, it just goes back to the whole, you know, iTunes and Netflix thing is just like, man, just make it accessible to more people and mm. they would hook a lot more people. You know, if I could get every wrestling pay-per-view for five ten dollars i probably would watch wrestling every single week just to know that there would always be that payoff of me being able to just afford that pay-per-view every yeah. week and stuff like that you instead know? of having to go through the well i go down to fox and hounds or, or a hooters or a yeah. w3s or i gotta make sure enough people are going to come over that will actually cough up the money you know yeah exactly. and all the all the planning that goes around that you know and then versus you know we have other guys like one we've been talking about on that show is this GoFightLive.tv, uh, where uh, Ring of Honor and a lot of uh, the you know kind of smaller than UFC fight groups have been doing. And mm -hmm. I know the wrestling pay per views have been like twenty bucks. They had a, a two night deal, a two night shot where it's been uh, you could get both shows for twenty bucks, you know, uh, as a, as a package deal and stuff like that, which is a great opening for guys like that. And that's the competition to your fifty dollar pay per view. 
you know? Yeah, that's the way to go. I mean, you can you can see so much stuff on the internet. It's just, you know, I mean, if you just really want to see a guy get completely destroyed and knocked out, you can go on YouTube and find that real easy, you know? Yeah. So just making, like, their product. If you have a good product, just make it available, whether it's wrestling or a song or a movie. I mean, we're just in the day and age where technology is going faster then I mean, it even goes back to, our, like I was saying, our radio rules with Twitter and Facebook, how we were ahead of it. Technology is going faster than companies can make rules for and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, who's going to go to Vince McMahon, you know, when all this stuff is starting to take off and just be like, hey, that $45, let's just make that five. Like, it, it's hard to convince a company to take that big of a hit when in the long run it'll probably pay off a few mm -hmm. years down the road just because the more people get to see the product the more people get interested you know yeah definitely uh kind of a little bit of shift here speaking of uh some smaller guys trying to do something with this uh i got a link on here for this uh trailer for zero charisma we were watching a little bit before the show here with chachi um it's an indie com comedy about the greatest dungeon master ever uh, but what struck me about this, I saw this on uh, on uh, frame rate earlier or last week, and uh, but what this what this is this site we've talked about Kickstarter in the past, which is a site where uh, you can get your project up there. Uh, Barista's actually got got kicked off uh, through Kickstarter. Uh, you propose your project, and people can d donate money to it. And uh, but this is a movie version of that called Indiegogo, uh, which is interesting. And this in the trailer looks pretty serious. Um, you know, you get a chance, go to, uh, and we got a site here for them too. And if I can find my mouse at, uh, zero, zero charisma dash the movie.com. Um, but they $15,000 goal to get them started. They're already up to $23,000. Um, you think this is the the new way for them to, to get going with projects like this? Nope. Nope. What, 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 why is that, Chuck? Because <laughs> Kickstarter is there. Kickstarter is there? Yeah. It's another Kickstarter. Yeah. Right. Why there was actually something um, the other day, I forget <laughs> where it was, but the guys who founded Kickstarter the other day were talking to somebody about how they had never foreseen the like the huge swath of how many different things are getting funded from Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. They basically started it as more of an idea like, I've got this thing for like helping my community or stuff like that. Like if you read the copy on their site, you'll you'll notice that it's not catering to commercial projects. It's not even necessarily catering to people who want to do like, you know, $50,000 movies or anything. It's just for like, you know, people trying to help other people or whatever. And it's blown up to this thing where like there was the guy who um, who made the watch band for the um, for the iPod Nano. Mm -hmm. And the guy actually has like developed watches for Nike in the past, but he used it as a way to get capital for his design got like two hundred thousand dollars it's a way to just get things done quicker like i mean it all just goes back to it's so hard to get things done in corporate america because there's so many people you have to go through and so many different channels to go through you know eventually like if the head at fox is some old dude who don't, doesn't understand it no matter how good of an idea you have how far you work it out he's gonna get shot down so a site like that's just so easy because just it goes around everything and you can just, you know, the, the generation right now, just there's so many different ways to get crap done quicker. Even if it's something that major now where it's just like, I have an invention and just fund my project right now. You know, it's, it's crazy how easy it is to just get stuff like that done now. Yeah. Speaking of the variety, go on kickstarter.com and they have 
project of the day, video games, board games, short film, uh, a periodical if you want to start, uh, <laughs> photography projects, classical music. I mean, they're, yeah, they're everywhere. So, and, and, and I thought it was interesting, this Indiegogo, and I wonder if it is a, a spin-off project um, for the short film. Well, no, because it's not a short film, uh, but it looks just like Kickstarter. Right, I mean, it, like Mikey said, it, it's just, we want stuff done now. Mm-hmm. We want everything now. We're not waiting for the machine anymore. Right, we, we want to watch the movies we want to watch now. Mm-hmm. We want to participate in the things that we want to do now. Mm-hmm. And we want our projects to happen now. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to wait for all this older generation to be very, like, "It's all right, you can do that." It's very rare you have something that's holding out on technology like this right. that that's that big. Like uh, the Muppets were uh, the Muppet Show was was a long time coming on DVD, and I think what Muppet Babies isn't even released yet. No, no, um, stuff like that. You know, I mean, whereas back in the day, you know, you were like, "Oh man, they finally brought out you know Voltron on DVD." You know, you're waiting for it, but you know, now that we all have this access, it's a lot different. Right. So we want it now. Exactly. Um, I want Muppet Babies on DVD now. <laughs> Who doesn't want Muppet Babies on DVD? Right, exactly. Uh, we, we want it now. I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but I have kind of an obsession with the Muppets. I don't know honestly where it came from. I think I watched the Muppet Show too much as a little kid. Like it used to babysit me when my parents like were just they would just sit me in front of the Muppet Show and I would just sit there. They would prop a pillow up when I was like one and two just so I wouldn't fall over. And they said they could just sit there and I'd watch it for hours. But one of my friends sent me a link and I don't even know. It was to an actual DVD set of the Muppet Babies and it was on eBay. So you know it wasn't like some official thing because like you said, they've never released it. It was going for honestly like $175 for like two seasons of the Muppet Babies. Yeah, you're lucky because when I went to the babysitter, we just watched 700 Club all night. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right. Oh, uh, speaking my. of things we nice. want, we got <laughs> WWDC uh, is next week, and um, AJ sent this out actually on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, um, and he pointed out something very smart. Apple and Steve Jobs. It's it's a press release. Yeah. This it, is it's not a rumor. It's a press release. Right. Uh, they're finally getting to the point where they're done letting the rumors speak for them. Yes. They're just like <laughs> well, all right. It's- Usually what this means, I hate to put out the fire. Okay. Stop it out, Rob. Stop it hate out. To be that guy. Okay. Usually what this means is that somebody leaked to a very big source in a very big way, oh. and they have to get to the rumor mill before the rumor mill starts. This has happened before. Yeah. It's not anything new. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's not... It just means that, like, somebody slipped to Walt Mossberg at the Wall Street Journal. It was like, hey, this thing's happening. And then somebody ran up and punched him in the face. It was like, don't say anything! <laughs> 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 That's how they operate at Apple. Um, well, the, according to the press release, Steve Jobs and the the uh, executives will kick off the the, the thing Monday. Um, they will unveil its next generation software, Lion, uh, which is the new OS X, iOS five. Um, of course, you know for the iPads and the iPhones, but no iPhone. That's not coming until yeah. September, they say. And That's iCloud, the upcoming upcoming cloud services offering. Which there's been rumors coming around that this was going to be the new offering for like the iTunes streaming. Uh, I really hope so because I desperately want to, as I've said before, I really want to offload the music from my hard drive. And I don't like, we've seen Google Music now, not mm-hmm. impressed. Yeah. We've seen the Amazon service. Amazon. Nah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So Apple can, can knock it out of the park if they made the deals with the, uh, 
with the record executives that we're all hoping for. And it could be a pretty big deal that I'd be happy to pay. So for. are you saying you didn't get your 99 cent Lady Gaga album last week? Uh, no, I didn't. No. You know how much money they made? Oh, my God. Yeah, because they were saying, uh, they were talking, uh, uh, they still pay her royalties, whatever they mm-hmm. are. Just like just like yeah, when they do the free app a day for uh, the Android right. store, they're still paying what they owe, you know, if they sold at normal price. And they said, like, what, they they probably lost, like, a few million dollars. but They, they lost, lost uh, $4.2 million. Million. This is off the top of my head, but they lost, like, $4.2 million or something like that. What'd you say, Mike? But... They sold an ungodly amount of albums to people who otherwise would have never come to the Amazon store. Like, a lot of people had never been there before. So, this is one of those instances where, like, it seems like a lot of money until you realize how much it would have cost them in advertising to beg people to try and use their service. It's kind of like the living social thing when they had the Amazon gift card. Exactly. Like, that's that's why I kept popping in my head when talking about this. And I missed it every time. Because I always listen to the news I mean, program the next day. If you're a big company like Amazon, though, and you can just take a four to five million dollar hit, just like it's nothing, like you would probably waste that on something anyway. <laughs> to to do what they did with the Gaga album was, I mean, it was. I would have loved to be in the first meeting when somebody explained to like the older generation, like, all right. Uh, how about this? How about we pay like seven ninety nine for each Gaga album, and then in return sell it for ninety nine cents? You know, somebody would have had to look at that person like they're crazy. But I, I think it worked out for them. But I think it, I don't think they were prepared for. No, I I know the not. power of Lady Gaga's fan base, and it is a sick, crazy thing. And I don't think they were prepared for it because if you went that first Monday and got the 99 cent download, which I had the album already, I went and bought it for 99 cents just to see if it was real and how the whole Amazon cloud thing worked. So mm-hmm. I guess, you know, they got me, but I don't think they were ready for the amount of people who would go, who were going there Monday to do it. Because if you looked on like the comments of the album and stuff like that, People were rating the album low, but then if you would read, the, you know, they were giving it like one and two stars. But then if you would read the comments, it would be like the Amazon cloud service, like took so long to get me my thing and stuff. So I don't think they were actually ready for it that Monday to get the response that they did. Because I think they sold like 300,000 copies just on Amazon on Monday alone. Yeah. 430,000 units. Was it really? Because I know they did it on Thursday too, and but I, I and mean, throughout that week they projected 1.15 million units. It was definitely smart for Amazon to do because I hadn't even really heard or even tried out Amazon Cloud before all that, and then when they did that, I'm just like, all right, yeah, let me go check this out. So yeah, it's definitely a good move by them, I think, to just take that hit because you know it's Amazon; they can spare four mil. Especially for something new like that, like you said, just to get in the public consciousness for something. To, to ride, ride Lady Gaga's coattails right into it. Hell, I almost bought it when I saw it for six bucks later in the week, you know, when, it, when I missed the 99 cent thing. Just because I yeah, well, want to play I mean, with when you're going When you're going up like, against a monster like iTunes, it's just like you have to think so differently to even be able to get your foot in the door and even have people, you know, look at you. It's almost just like set yourself on fire and start running around in a circle if you're Amazon just like look over here and see what we got going on and 
you know, I mean, whether it pays off in the long run, I don't think it's going to like take over iTunes because they gave away the Gaga album for 99 cents, but it yeah. was still smart for them in the it was end. A nice den. It had been a nice den for them. So. And now iCloud is just here. Yeah, and then there's <laughs> iCloud, which, you know, it could be that. It could be, uh, uh, it, you know, some people are saying maybe it's a place for you to store your files uh, with iPads, iPhones, because we know the file system is a little bit of an issue. Um,. You know, you know, just that interface with iTunes is just a pain in the butt. Well, if it is a, a music cloud service, mm-hmm. if anyone can make the deal with the record companies, it's Apple. Or Absolutely. they just don't. <laughs> or they just don't, like Google did, and Amazon. I don't think either one of them. They, I think both no, of them, neither of them did. Both of them tried and said, you know what, actually, we don't think this is illegal, and we're going to do it. And <laughs> uh, sorry. So, but you know, I mean, above all the decision making, you know who has the money to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Apple yeah. has the money. Apple has the lawyers. Apple has the smarts, and they have the experience. The question is, really, the question is not if Apple can do it; it's if Apple wants to do it. Well, right. really, yeah. it doesn't doesn't all three of these? We're talking Amazon, Google, and Apple. Amazon does not have the horsepower. Google doesn't have the smarts. Okay. It's just not there. Google doesn't have the people smarts, as we've seen. Yeah, it doesn't have the people smarts. Google, I mean, like, we've had so many talks about how, like, if you look at all of Google services on, like, a fundamental level, 99% of them are terrible, Mm -hmm. but they just happen to be better than most, Mm -hmm. and they're free and easy, and they're all still in beta, so it's okay. Yeah. Right? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Google services. I love everything they do. But, like, on fundamental levels, they are broken in many, many ways. Um, like the fact that how many years did it take for you to, to be able to right click in Google Docs to like yeah. copy something? Remember that? <laughs> oh wow! I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Like stupid stuff like that. But really, what what Apple has always done is they've always been a market. I, mean, I sound like such a fanboy, but they've always been. <laughs> That's good. We get those emails from the Windows guys. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, at least in the last, like, say, five years, like when Apple, when, when somebody e- emailed Steve Jobs and said, hey, when is my laptop going to have a Blu-ray player in it? And he said, we don't think they're ready yet. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's not a question of them getting the stuff together and making it look and work well. It's a question of whether or not they feel it's a solid investment. So the question is, does Apple feel it's worth bringing out the big guns to get the record companies to participate? Well, because it's going to take some huge, gigantic guns to make that work. Another thing I'm curious if, if they they feel it's time for, and I've had this conversation several times over the night, uh, last week. Um, of course, we're seeing a lot of kind of stuff with Android. Android's kind of coming up. A lot of developers are moving there um, for projects. Do you think it's time that uh, iOS five uh, gives a little bit more to the developers? The the the, the kind of uh, make the move over that way. In what way? Um, just uh, kind of loosening the reins on a lot of stuff. You mean how all the phone developers are opening up their firmware? Because uh, that's the news of the last week. Is it? Is it? And yeah. this I haven't heard. That there's a there's a certain company in particular. I it may have been Samsung. I don't remember. But you know all the if you have an Android phone and phone if you have a phone phone if you have an Android phone and you want to hack it. The first thing you have to go after is the boot ROM, mm-hmm. um, which lets you change whatever it's you know whatever software it's using and stuff like that. And one company I cannot remember for the life of me who it is, but they basically said, you know what? All right, we're done fighting. It's all you. Go for it. If you want to modify the ROM, you go ahead and modify the ROM. I'm not going to come after you. This isn't the Open Handset Alliance. This is something else. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest. All know. right. Well, we'll look out for that. All right. 
Um, and, and on the side of like opening things up in general, I mean, we've talked before about how Android is actually more closed than iOS at this point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's even something to argue. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's right. sad, is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I was rooting for Android. I, I root for open <laughs> platforms and sharing of information and all that nonsense, but. Android is, has been a letdown and continues to be so. Chilla in the chat room says, actually, I, I, he thinks it's HTC, and I think he's right more. I think yeah, I, yeah, I did overhear that. So, so go go HTC. Yeah. Um, another thing with Google, uh, Google Wallet came out this week and sub- subsequent lawsuits by PayPal. Um, yeah. uh, Rob, you've been following this. What What is Google Wallet, and does this mean I have to throw my phone at uh, McDonald's employee? Yes. Yes, yes. it does. <laughs> If you can convince that that McDonald's employee to wear the scanner on their face, <laughs> you absolutely have a you. reason to smack them with your phone. <laughs> um, so uh, in NFC case, in that case communication. In that case, give me a Dell streak. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> that would hurt. That would hurt a lot. <laughs> Take these five inches. Yeah. Um, so same? that's what she said. Near field communication is. It's basically RFID technology, uh, quote unquote, contact less payment. So everybody's familiar with like swiping your card and the thing, reading a mag stripe. Uh, some chips, uh, if you have had a American Express card, like the clear card, it has a little chip in it. That, There's that, a little RFID identifier in that it. That PayPass thing at Sheets that I keep using. And yeah, yeah, the, the speed pass thing and any yeah. swipey things are all RFID, but this is a, an active RFID thing. So mm-hmm. basically it happens uh, in a very specific uh, RF range, uh, usually requires a distance of around four centimeters. And ideally what this will do, because what we're seeing very quietly is the death of the wallet. Everybody wants this to happen. Nobody, like the credit card companies don't want it. The retailers don't want it, and certainly we don't want to continue carrying around these stupid pieces of plastic that legitimately hold very little data. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I mean, I have I work with um, RFIDs and mag swipes and all that stuff for trade show applications, and I could take any mag, any credit card you have, and swipe it off, and I'll get like thirty six characters of information. That's all that happens. Mm-hmm. There's no magic involved. Because what it like, just needs, it just needs. All the numbers that are on your card. Exactly. It just needs the numbers that are on your card and whatever information it needs to transmit to the credit card companies. So the credit card companies are losing out money because of all the freaking credit cards there are. The retail companies are losing out money because they have to pay all the credit card companies that are sucking up all that money for all the how many credit cards there are. So imagine a future, if you will, uh, contains all this information. And when you want to pay for something, you use the NFC. Uh, the near field communication to swipe your phone, which is just low RFID, to uh, to pay for your stuff, mm. and it's really that simple. It would basically be um, there's a lot of security hurdles to come over. Obviously, as I'm saying this, it would basically be like your bank account information, your social security information. You can have your driver's license in there, uh, but for the very immediate future, you're going to see stuff like I mean, you can do it right now with Android if you have an NFC capable device. You can use this thing, NFC, to pay for stuff with any retailer that supports NFC. It's like Square was one step where mm-hmm. you just swipe a card to a mobile device and it gets it. This is swiping two mobile devices against each other, essentially. So it's like bump for credit cards. <laughs> exactly. It's bump for credit cards. Bingo. Awesome. Uh, and in the future, it'll be everything else that matters to you. So uh, lose your phone, lose your wallet. 
Yes. That's another which is also the thing that I talked wow. about many weeks ago that was involving uh, giving every individual a personalized token that would be a security token instead of using passwords. You can combine that technology with NFC, super secure, super accurate, and you don't have to call it carry a wallet anymore. About that. I just blew your mind, didn't I? You a did. A little bit. I'm, I'm sitting here absorbing. Mind blown. A little bit. We're all, uh, all going to just have memory chips in our brain. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I'm, if it I just blew my own mind. Ah. Hey, if Doctor <laughs> Who's taught me anything, that that's a very bad idea. <laughs> also, Bluetooth ear things that you have in your ears all the time. Mm. Rise of the Cybermen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyways, wow. I've been watching way too much Doctor Who lately. Apparently. <laughs> yes. Uh, and <laughs> thanks, Netflix. Um, yeah. One more quick thing <laughs> we should probably mention before we get out of here, which is what I assume. Sure. I, I wonder if it's the same one I have. Probably. Uh, the uh, the uh, This guy has my MacBook. <laughs> yes. Justin yes. Kanaki. I saw this. Uh, he he tweeted out here, here. Here, we'll give him a shout out there at Justin Kanaki. He's been on the show before. Uh, he's asking if anybody had confirmed or denied uh, this as a publicity stunt yet. Uh, now, if you go to it, it's at this guy has my MacBook.tumblr.com, and uh, supposedly this is um, he's been following the guy that stole his nap MacBook because the police in Oakland, California, won't do anything. There's there's a picture of the guy from the webcam. Get no shirt on. Uh, there's him is logging into his Google account. There's him deleting the previous owner's information, and there's several other uh, awkward pictures uh, in here as well. Um, now, inter- they, 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 I guess he's going uh, to writing to the mayor to see if uh, they'll take care of us. He's like, "Hey, I have this guy. Where this guy is? I reported it. Obviously, we can find him." And they're <laughs> like, "We don't have the resources to do it." Uh, but it's he, like, you don't understand. My laptop has the resources to do it. Yeah. I just need you to knock on his door. Which makes me wonder. Uh, that's why I'm having a hard time believing that this is a true, <laughs> a true. It's, it's unfortunately, there's a lot of weight behind it. Because if you like, if you look through like Mac rumors forums and stuff like that, mm-hmm. ever since find my iPhone has come out, this has become a rampant problem where the people have the resources to find their stuff. And police won't help them because they don't have the Hasn't time. there been issues where people just go get the phone? Absolutely. There have Which been is total dangerous. issues where people have broken into other people's houses to get back their stolen junk because the cops wouldn't help Because them. it's like, look, I know where it is. Let, you know, go get it or I will. And, and, yeah. then, and then you've you, so you've created this kind of form of vigilantism uh, mm-hmm. to get get your junk back. To get um, your junk back. Isn't that what happened? Who got arrested for that? Was it David Hasselhoff or something? Um, oh, no, no. O.J. Simpson got arrested because he was trying to get his stolen merchandise back from somebody. No, um, he was arrested for murdering somebody. Oh, there's that. I mean, yeah. It was just more, more... <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, Yo, this website but the is thing... out of control. <laughs> uh, I've never so the thing on, that is, this guy has my MacBook, has my MacBook uh, is the Hidden app, which as much as I hate this to turn into a commercial for something that this might actually be a commercial for it. Yeah, the yeah, that, that's is pretty thing. cool, and I've recommended it to people for a while. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's an app that's really super cheap, uh, and it just it hides in the background. And in the event that somebody ganks your junk, um, you can log into their website, and it will give you their GPS location. It will let you take screen grabs and let you use the eyesight camera that's built in to figure out who or has your stuff. If you're you know. really industrious, wow. you can go plant this on somebody else's Mac. Yes. Or if you want to see what your kids are doing, I mean, you could be real creepy about it if you want to. 
Is is this the kind of software? Because remember there was that the, that came out in a Pennsylvania school where they gave out MacBooks to to the kids and they were watching them on the camera. Is this most it's, likely what they used? Yeah. This is probably. I mean, it's the same sort of thing, but I okay. doubt it was. It There's was probably this plenty app. of programs like this out there. I doubt they were giving Macs to kids. I think it was like a high end school. Was it? It was. It was one of uh, those wait. like like it was not a public school by any means. Hmm. So, yeah, the picture yeah, I mean, of this guy been, on been. guy stole my MacBook. I'm just him on his bed looking at the MacBook screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's definitely watching some sort of sick thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a look like he has no idea what's happening and he's doing something he's not supposed to be. <laughs> Wow, this website should, is awesome. We, we I don't, like it. We don't know if he he redacted some of the photos, you know. So he uh, shouldn't have. That's <laughs> the problem. As, I don't like, know. The informate the pa- the picture of him uh, filling out the information for Gmail. Yeah, he should have <laughs> left that up. Oh yeah, like he shouldn't have blurred out the guy's email address. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the only thing yeah. that makes me think it might be an ad. I mean, if somebody did that to me, I would absolutely post whatever details I could publicly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he does blur it, oh, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, please make this guy's life a living hell. Right. Yeah, but maybe, it's maybe this guy is having so much fun with it that he doesn't <laughs> want actual people to contact him, and then the fun will be over. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, jeez. This has been liked on Facebook eight thousand times. Only tweeted seven. It's been reblogged several like thousand oh, yeah. times. On oh Tumblr. yeah. I guess yeah. It's been a it's been a meme. Making the rounds. It's fantastic. So uh, I don't know. It, it, that. I don't know, because I, 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 to be honest, we, I think I, I was showing you this, strategy. We, we, we kind of use Find My iPhone. We have uh, my wife and I on, our, on the same account, so we can kind of stalk each other. Oh, you totally can. Yeah, he's like, oh, how, how far, especially, you know, calling me while I'm in traffic, you know, uh, coming down the parkway. Instead of doing that, she'd be like, oh, that's, that's where he is. Why is he diverting off into the Penn Hills? That, that's, that's, that's not usual. Why you know, is he at cheerleaders? This why, is getting weird. But, <laughs> I'm going to score some drugs, honey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Honey, just so you're not surprised, I'm going to the hill this week. Sorry. <laughs> just want to let you know I'll be a little late. I'm going to score some drugs, but you'll obviously already know that when you see where I'm going. <laughs> I just don't want you to be surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and especially since, you know, our iPad we use with Square, and, and uh, it's our cash register. So if anything oh, yeah. happens, we have that on there. You know, mm-hmm. so now everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we should get this wrapped up. Mikey, thanks for joining us. Hey, uh, no problem. Fun times, man. Everybody can check you out at 961kiss.com. Morning Freak sure. Show linked on there. Uh, go, go see all the crazy stuff you guys are doing. Anything uh, special coming up you want to plug? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> we do the same thing every day, pretty oh, much. No. Okay. Same you know, no season. crazy parties or anything coming up or anything like that. We we have started a new thing on our YouTube channel called Slow Motion Monday, where every Monday we we post a different video of something happening that we do in slow motion. Like the first one was Jim Loke from KDK, um, sumo fighting me in the hallway. The last one was this lady Eileen from Blonox eating a hot dog at the pirate game and. Uh, yeah, we usually just take a, a few seconds out of a day to record something very simple, and it's so much better when it's in slow motion. So that's kind of our new little thing we got going on our YouTube channel. So Awesome. Thanks a lot for coming on. We'll, we'll be sure to have you on again, for sure. 
No uh, problem. Anytime. Awesome. Rob De La Creta, what's going on with you? You're biking. <laughs> yes, I am biking. I think I did, should, didn't uh, your thing get plugged in the last Unsung episode, the Flock of Cycles? Uh, the last one I was on, probably. No, which uns- was like three weeks ago. No, Unsung. Unsung? Yeah. What? Oh, I think Ch- it did. That's yes. Chachi's show. That's Chachi's show. He doesn't know. He, he doesn't, doesn't know. You haven't been here. Hey, Chachi has a new show. He doesn't I, like, oh, I had no idea what's going on. It's, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like the stuff I do, so he doesn't pay attention. I hate Chachi as a person. He so does. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, no, I have, I have no idea what that is and I'll have to look at it. But, um, yeah, so I'm biking, uh, flockofcycles.org and I should probably take advantage of this, uh, moment to pimp my, my junk. Um, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, coming up in, uh, not this weekend, but the weekend after that, I'll be riding my bike 150 miles from Pittsburgh to Lake Erie. Good boy. Uh, yeah, it's going to hurt a lot. My knees are going to hurt a lot, but it's to, uh, raise money for the multiple sclerosis uh society so uh if that means anything to you um or damn it he didn't do it he said it right okay last last year when you did this every time you talked about it you would say that it's in support of ms right yeah (laughs) not (laughs) yeah yeah i know i know every time i write that i'm like i'm supporting ms no i'm not i'm not Josh, I think we need to have a disease. special bike ride for you in your leg now. We'll have a charity <laughs> event. It'll be amazing. Um, but yeah, if you can, uh, if you can uh, throw any money to me or anybody who's doing the ride, it would mean a lot because uh, it kind of sucks to have MS. That's what I hear, and I hope that uh, you know, that not more people have to hear that they have MS. That's the whole goal here. Uh, Bikems.robjdlc.com. Yeah, and I got the flock of cycles thing too. So if you ride a bike in Pittsburgh and you want to have a good time, not like that. God, I can't <laughs> say. <anything. laughs> um, if you would like to have fun on your bike, if you would like to put the fun between your legs. Oh, oh, so that didn't make it of, any better. No, it it flockofcycles.org and figure out what the heck I'm talking about because I clearly don't have a clue. And there's a shot of his uh, bike ms dot back. God, I can't even say it right. <laughs> Chachi, you got a new episode of Unsung coming up on Monday. Do you I? got y- Yes, you do. I got a new episode of Unsung. We got to film it still, but it's going to happen on Monday. on Monday. On Monday. There's flash mobbing going on. Yeah, flash mob. Um, some spine view stuff. Uh, I don't know about that part. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I haven't received a script yet, no, so I don't know what's in There's going to be unsung. There's going to be all kinds <laughs> of stuff like that. And uh, we'll be, we'll, hey, right up, thread up. Yeah, right up, thread up. Uh, hey, we'll be hey, talking hey, about yeah. that in a future episode. We will we'll be talking about it in the event side. Is that in the next episode? That was, I'm sure we're going to talk about it every episode until it happens. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't, see, the funny thing is, I don't know what's in the episode until I get a script that tells me what's in the episode. You don't okay, need superstar. to know. You're just a pretty face. Okay, Superstar, we're just plugging your stuff right now. I'm just uh, throwing it out there. Uh, and of course, you're going to be... You guys sound like me and Bob every night when we try to plan the next morning show where it's just kind of like, ah, I don't really know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Do some of this and then, I don't know, some, maybe some of this crap. Oh, were we doing this? No, that's definitely what? not happening yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Don't worry about that. It all works out in the yeah, end, I, you know. No, I mean, yeah, that's why we hang out here for about an hour before we start calling you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, we're like sitting over pizza, like, you want to talk about Google Wallet? I don't really know about Google Wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you just throw your wallet at the face of the person yeah. who's working the counter? <laughs> yeah. 
like that's this. seriously I like this. how it ha- happens, though. Yep. And sometimes so, you have a peanut butter cookie. Yeah, I I, I understand what you and Bob go through because I mean <laughs> we we do pretty much the same thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, people always just think we just show up and just talk blindly on the radio for four hours and then go home. But yeah, it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit more than that. No, you know? no, it's not. We have writers writing our stuff for us or anything. Accor- like that. According to the Ustream I saw earlier uh, uh, during the show, you dance the whole time. So. We do. People, uh, we do. We do a lot of dancing and stuff like that, uh, you know, when we aren't actually talking on the radio. Actually, most of the stuff we do while we're playing songs and commercials is probably actually better than our show for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Which awesome. is good yet sad at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Chachi, you do, you do have stuff coming up, though. Do I? No, I don't really have anything coming up. <laughs> no, you're not really doing anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> Chachi no. says dot net. He's doing something. Don't let him lie. He's he's gonna be hopping around on 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 drugs. Uh, go to sorgatronmedia.com. Check out all the shows coming up. Uh, just posted today over at pittsburghonvideo.org. I think that's up. Is uh, actually Chachi talking to the rest of the superheroes uncut oh. uh, from the superhero fun run. He's and hey, actually, uh, an extended interview with uh, Mikey and Big Bob <laughs> is on that. Yeah, too. the one we couldn't put in the show. I, I cut the one part out. <laughs> oh, okay. But I, I, I just figured that was a little. I mean, but I left the old people stuff. In yeah. For this one. So. Well, it was hilarious because I, I got the interview with you guys. <laughs> And then we walked away and we were like, oh crap. We can't use half the stuff of what you guys said. Yeah, we <laughs> tend to do that a lot. <laughs> Our bounds and limitations. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Like, I, I realized afterwards that we never actually told you why we were interviewing you. No. So, <laughs> so that didn't we, really you help. Were like, just come over here and we're like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was one of those things where I probably should have told you why. And you hey, probably would have watched. Usual things, yeah, uh... and you probably would have, <laughs> like, we probably would have been able to use a lot more if we had told you why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But go check That's that out. Right. Pittsburghonvideo.org for uh, everything coming up with Unsung. Uh, you know, Chachi says is in the, some of the top top watch stuff right now. Yeah, I know because yeah. they they push they push that video they love nonstop. You. They, you're you're their host. You're their spokesperson for PittsburghOnVideo.org. I know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's amazing, scary, isn't it? I'm just some guy on the internet. You would have went straight to the top if we would have had video of your injury, Chachi, with like some dramatic. <laughs> oh music. yeah, I know. Oh yeah. The one know. thing we didn't film that day. Yeah. So, but yeah. also look out for his Yin's team report on Chachi says coming up in yep. the coming weeks. Um, well, that's it, guys. Thanks. Uh, awesome chat room in there tonight uh, for uh, for Mikey, Rob, and Chachi. Uh, this has been the Awesome Cast. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. We bring you the news and events from our area nonprofits and also the good things that you do to make our community a better place to live. You can find more episodes and our Unsung Uncut series on pittsburghonvideo.org. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Oh, no. We got chocolate milk down. Oh, no. Oh. 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 O
<laughs> oh, oh man! Can you going to get under things? Can you put this up? I want to see this. Chocolate milk in the sweet and sour sauce. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh wow! <laughs> oh. oh, this is a disaster. Oh, we'll clean it up, okay? All right. So, you know, sweet to get the mop. <laughs> Oh, There's just, like no stories this week. That's, that's oh, yeah, really. It, it, it's not just me. Yeah, I mean, do we want to talk about Google Wallet and PayPal suing Google and stuff? I guess yeah. Google Wallet. I don't understand Google Wallet. Google Wallet is very important. That's that's so, good to bring up. All right, I'll bring it up. I don't know anything about it. Do you? Yeah, I know a bit about okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, where's the thing where I just throw my phone at somebody to pay? All right. That's, that's the next. Just like, That's pretty ah. much what Google Wallet is. <laughs> Chuck my phone at him. That's a uh, we'll roll with that. I'm gonna smack you with my phone for payment. <laughs> phone, <laughs> phone slapping. NFC chips working a little harder. So, uh... all right. Wow. <laughs> How you doing over there? You talk with your sandal right now. Hey, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> There's chocolate milk everywhere. Wow. All right, here, go take your other sandal off and uh, walk yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm good. All right, all right. <laughs> From this point forward, I'm nominating Mikey to clean up any oil spills that happen. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> this is about like an oil spill. <laughs> <laughs> As well as one of the chocolate milk to McDonald's, which there's barely any in. I don't know where the rest of this chocolate milk is. Like, there's extra <laughs> chocolate milk spilled everywhere. <laughs> this is just making me want chocolate milk. I actually and want, I have dolls now. The cat's really going to like this after. Chocolate milk surprises everywhere. 